0: welcome to another day with jesus here a desire is to help you walk with jesus learn his word and receive from his spirit here's pastor Pridji with a message for today greetings to you in jesus precious name welcome to another day with jesus and this is our saturday morning special podcast like we do on every Saturday, this Saturday also we'll have a special interview with a dear man of God that I've gotten to know for a while in this city. Uh, we have Pastor Ivan Raskino with us. Uh, he's been a pastor since the uh, year 87, that's about 30 years of being in the ministry. He was a pastor in all over Mumbai. He has planted churches, and and now he is he's he's stepped down from his churches. He's handed over to somebody else, and and now he is uh, resting. Not actually resting. Even in Bangalore, he is involved in ministry. I got to meet him personally uh, in a pastor's fellowship where we meet every month just to pray for the city, just to believe God for a revival in this city and uh, it's been an honor to get to know Pastor Ivan and uh, Pastor Ivan welcome to this podcast would you just say a word of greeting to our friends and listeners on this podcast
1: well wonderful to contact you and uh,
0: share my heart with you so god bless amen amen pastor how how do you see yourself now? You know, do you feel that, um, do you, f- do you feel more involved in the ministry now than when, back from your time in Mumbai? How do you take your time of rest here? No, it's not a rest. Okay. You know,
1: uh, I continue to mentor. Hmm. Uh, do you Pastors, travel a lot even now? Yes, I travel. My work area is the state of Maharashtra. Mm-hmm. And I do travel there mm-hmm. and I mentor mm-hmm. many pastors there
0: amazing yeah and you've also written a lot of books, especially the commentary on the book of uh, psalms and 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 do you do you have a habit of writing very regularly pastor yes that's amazing yes so so who is your audience? who are the people that you're trying to reach with your writing and ministry uh,
1: the writing ministry I reach to uh, pastors, pastors, okay. basically pastors and those people who love the Word of God. Right, right. And uh, I do feel that there is a great necessity of uh, giving people a good foundation in mm-hmm. God's Word. Okay. So that they are not, uh, you know, balance is a very important thing. Right, right. And people, if, if they have a good balance, mm-hmm. they are not, you know, they don't lean to one side mm-hmm. and, and move on. You know, move at a tangent. Mm-hmm. So that's
0: my whole purpose to give balance and a good foundation. That's amazing. That's one thing that's so missing in so many people and even families and some church uh, doctrines that are prevalent in our times. Balance is something that we really need. Pastor, we meet every uh, month uh, in the pastor's fellowship to to pray for revival in this city. And I have seen your passion to see revival. and, And how do you personally define revival, if I have to ask you? Uh, What have you understood? Uh, What can you teach us about revival? How do you understand revival?
1: Well, when the Spirit of God moves, the first thing that happens is there is a deep conviction of sin. Right. Uh, And otherwise we move from one day to the other, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, cruising, Mm. cruising. Mm. Well, uh, a revival when the Spirit of God moves in a church, uh, I, pe- I believe the revival is for the church, mm-hmm. a- and then there is the church awakens up, that mm-hmm. the church responds in mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. Uh, uh, repentance, mm-hmm. and then a zeal for the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. and a zeal for the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, families are restored. Right. We have seen actually a revival in India, mm-hmm. in 2006, okay. in um, Northeast India, in a place right. known as Shillong.
0: Yes, yes. And
1: uh, it was a mighty revival right, over there, right, you know, right. and this these are the signs which mm-hmm. we saw there, mm-hmm. uh, you know. The Spirit of God was moving, families right. were restored, people had a heart for God, mm-hmm. deep repentance all around. Wow. Yeah. So
0: that's it. What are some of those people in the Bible that God has used for revivals? Like, uh, could you name a few people in the Bible? Because so many times people think that revival is a foreign or a, a perspective that is outside of the Bible, but we see people being used for revival in the Bible. Uh, can you name, a, name some of them, well, Pastor?
1: See, the, when a revival takes place, uh, you see, God rests, mm. the presence of God rests. Mm. Uh, with his people Mm. Uh, and when he he rests with his people, God always wants to dwell amongst his people, you know, I am the Lord, you know, you are my people and I will dwell among you. Mm. You see these are the basic things of a covenant.
0: Right, right. You know,
1: I am your God, you are my people and Mm. I will dwell among you. But when God dwells amongst his people, Mm -hmm. I mean he's holy right you understand he's holy and uh, then there is our response Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know to his dwelling Mm -hmm. so uh, you you get to see uh, the fullness of his purpose uh, manifested in his people Mm -hmm. right and you have his presence there where there is of course as I said, right in the beginning, Holiness, Righteousness, but there is Restoration, there is uh, uh, Healing, so mm-hmm. you have a lot of healing that takes place, mm-hmm. you know, when, when the presence of God comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a cost to it, right, and right. that cost is uh, Purity, right, right. And, and Purity and good relationships,
0: Right,
1: right. It must be in a particular location,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and the cost is also of a danger because when the Holy God rests with his people, Mm -hmm. you don't touch it.
0: Right, right. You know,
1: and when people touched it, I mean, Ananias and Sapphira, Mm -hmm. they just made a simple lie. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say a simple it's a lie. Mm -hmm. And poof, Mm -hmm. they they died because the Holy God is mm. come mm. and he is holy and we don't right. touch it. Right. During the time when there was the restoration of the temple by David, mm. you know restoration and the Ark of the Covenant was being brought and then uh, Uzzah touched mm-hmm. the Ark mm-hmm. and he was finished because right. God is holy. Wow. So, so there are three things when the revival takes place there is uh, purity, mm. good relationships, uh there is a particular place where the revival will take place and and there is the danger which you need to take into account so right?
0: so this is what you would say is like a price that you have to pay uh, if you have to host a revival if you have to host god in a in a city in a revival well it's a price of holiness but mm-hmm. it is
1: not something which you try what you do is mm-hmm. you Posture yourself mm-hmm. for, uh, for the presence of God. Mm-hmm. You say, this is my posture. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, you wait upon him, say, oh God. Mm-hmm. And you say, I want to cooperate with you. Right. Yes, it is a prize of holiness, but it is not something which you work up yourself. Right. You cooperate with the grace of God, Right. but right. you do not. Mm-hmm. You One should be very careful that you do not... Uh, misuse that grace. Yes. You don't take yes. that grace of God in vain. Right. You understand? That's true. Because then you, there are two things that can happen in mm-hmm. which the two things I believe that can happen is mm-hmm. God in his mercy mm-hmm. because he's merciful and he's very loving mm-hmm. and when you are not ready for his presence mm-hmm. he withdraws.
0: Right, right.
1: Or if he continues mm-hmm. And if you're not ready, mm-hmm. and with holiness, you will die.
0: Right, right. You understand? That's Either true. you'll die or He withdraws. Right, right. So so what you would say is lack of holiness or lack of purity is one of the biggest reasons why revival doesn't manifest in our generation. Is, is, is that right?
1: Lack of holiness, lack of... See, lack of hunger for mm. God. Mm. You see, hunger... I mean, you want God wants you to want Him. Right. If you don't want Him, Mm -hmm. uh, He he will not come. Mm. I mean, He will not come in His manifest presence. Right. You understand? Mm. He will. I mean, we all have the presence of God in our hearts. Mm. You see, and that's a partial measure. Mm. You know, it's a partial measure. Mm. But there is a greater intensity when Mm. He comes amongst His people. Right. Right. So, understand. So that's that's it that's so, amazing.
0: how can we develop that level of hunger like you know especially in today's day and time when we are so limited by time and so caught up with uh, our everyday routine and schedules where we have our kids to take care of our works to attend to and and we have limited time to give to church. We have limited time to, uh, you know, how can we still fuel our hunger for God to an extent that it brings a revival? It brings uh, a revival that affects our church, our city, and, and indeed our nation. How can we fuel our hearts uh, to experience a revival like that?
1: Well, I understand what you're saying. I can think of. You know, in Psalm 132, mm-hmm. the heart of David. Mm-hmm. You know, let us go into Psalm 132. Sure, he had a hunger. sure, Pastor. Sure. He had a hunger mm-hmm. uh, and he had a vision. Mm-hmm. You see, he was a young man mm-hmm. in Bethlehem, mm-hmm. and a few miles away, there was this Ark of the Covenant that was lying over there for 40 years. Okay. And nobody bothered about it. Right. And he saw that and he had a vision and he said, I want to bring that Ark. Right. Because the, I want the presence of God. Mm. You understand? Yeah. And a man of vision, mm. uh, he starts with that but mm. then it become, must become a burden. Right. You know, vision by itself, there are many visionaries in the world, mm. but they are not consumed by it. Mm. And David was consumed. And so I want to read Psalm 132 to see his hunger.
0: Mm. You know, right.
1: here he says, O oh Lord, remember David, mm. and all the hardships he endured. He swore an oath to the Lord and made a vow to the Mighty One of Jacob. I will not enter my house or go to my bed. I will allow no sleep to my eyes no slumber to my eyelids till I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling mm. for the mighty one of Jacob. Right. You understand? Now, if you look at it, I will not enter my house or go to my bed. I will allow no sleep to my eyes, no slumber to my eyelids. It means that his priorities, it does not mean to say he's neglected his household right. or he neglected his sleep. Mm-hmm. Or he neglected his comfort. Mm-hmm. But the priority was, I want the presence of God. And True. all the other things mm. became sub right. to that. Right. You understand? Right. And that's the way he speaks. He says, I want mm. to find the dwelling place of mm. God. That's hunger. He's a man of vision. Right. Now it starts with a the vision, mm. then it develops into a burden by fasting and praying. Mm. You know, that's I mean right. Nehemiah, mm. He was, he fasted and prayed mm. and from a vision, it became right. a burden, Right, you right. understand. He confessed the sin of his people Right, and then mm. he went and told the king, mm. look, you know, and he asked him, why are you so sad, you mm. remember, about mm. Nehemiah, you know, and yeah. he said, my house is in the ruins, my right. land is in the ruins, yeah. same thing over here. Mm. You see, David, mm. he had a vision, he must have fasted and prayed. Mm. He got into a burden mm. and then he communicated that burden. Right. right. And so here we see, we heard it in verse 6, we heard it mm. in Ephrata. We came upon it in the fields of Yah, that is Kirajari. Mm. Let us go and let us worship. Mm. So there is a let us, we came. Mm. Who did it? A man who's a leader, who's a visionary, mm. who's a man who is burdened. So it starts with. One man or a few people yeah. who have this burden and communicates that burden. Mm, right. That means these people must have a proven leadership. Mm. It mu- there must be a credible leadership. Right. Where people can look towards them and mm. you say, you know, this guy, mm. we want to hear him. Mm. You understand? So he communicates his burden mm. to that people. And these people say, we heard it. We came upon it. Let us go. Let us worship. Right. You understand? Right. That's how we think. That's how
0: hunger starts with a mm. person. With one person and... and one like, person or a couple, you know, um, yeah. some some a group of people. I right. can't say one. Right, right. In David's case, it was one. It was one. Yeah. yeah. I've seen in the history of revivals that there are so many times where, where, when the revival comes, there are thousands of people or, you know, or lakhs of people. But... In the early days of waiting and praying, there's hardly any anybody who is waiting and who is praying, and 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 it is because of the prayers of those few people that were eagerly hungry and waiting that God would send a revival to an entire nation, an entire generation, and and so many times people don't want to be part of the few people that are waiting. People all all of them want to be part of the revival when it comes. Uh, But nobody wants to be part of those praying few waiting few people sometimes waiting can be very tiresome You know especially when the revival doesn't come overnight when you're praying for revival and tomorrow it doesn't come It can become tiresome and what can be my hope if I am waiting on God for a revival in my church in my city? And I don't see it immediately. What can be my greatest hope in those uh, times? Especially when I'm waiting on the Lord see you know, it's, it's not only, uh,
1: it does not really begin, a- every good thing mm. begins from heaven above. Right. Every good thing comes from heaven above. That's right. So mm. even the hunger must come from heaven above. It comes, it comes, That's true. God would choose people, but the thing is, the people must say, okay, we want to follow God. Mm. So I really believe it is the grace of God yeah. that touches a few people, and mm. these people are willing to pay the price in prayer and relationships. Mm, mm. You know, prayer and relationships. No, mm. Both of them are not easy. Mm. You know, I mean it comes against the flesh. Mm, but they right. must be motivated by this vision that God gives them. Mm. God would, you know, when God moves, He doesn't really move with one person. He moves over, over the whole world and He gathers right. people here and gathers people here and gathers people there. Right. So right now, there is a move of the Lord in right round the face of the world. Right. And many groups of people are seeking God for revival. Mm. Where has it come from? It has come from heaven above. Definitely. You understand. Definitely. So you, it's not only that if we in Bangalore are yeah. coming together. There are people all over the world. That's different true. parts of the world. Right. And you know, they are coming together and seeking God for mm. revival. Mm. So they have to press on, because they know, the thing is, you must know the heart of God. Mm. And God says,
0: mm.
1: I am your God, mm. you are my people, and I want to dwell with you. Right, right. So that's His heart.
0: Right, right. right? right.
1: So if you know His heart, then you know it is God's will, Two. and then you press on. Amen. So that's these true. are the hope. The hope is... That it's God's God wants heart. to
0: do it too. That's God wants to do it, yeah, and
1: He has yeah. sent His Holy Spirit yeah. to move over the face of the earth to look for people whose hearts are fully committed
0: to Him. Amen. More than we desiring for revival, God Himself is of desiring. Of course, that's the right point. That's 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 so powerful, Pastor. You in fact mentioned that more, along with prayers, relationships are required. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Good relationships, healthy relationships with one another, is required to see a revival.
1: I mean, you know, love your God
0: and love your neighbor as yourself.
1: I mean, mm. that's the first, the second commandment, right? right? And you can't you can't have the vertical without the horizontal? I mean, right. that's you know, how can you say I love God mm. and go don't help your neighbor? That's true, right? That's true. Whom you can see, mm. right? So relationships are absolutely vital in the body of Christ, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're seeking revival,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: pr- uh, you know, this vertical, uh, you know, crying out to God, but the horizontal blessing of people, mm-hmm. you know, around you, that would open up, I, I would say, a hole in the heavenlies mm-hmm. for the grace of God to come mm-hmm. in a greater, mm-hmm. greater
0: measure. Mm-hmm. you know. That's, that's what true. I am in mean. that's how I can that, that, imagine. that's so true and and if so many times where we have a good relationship with God but when we fail in our relationship with people around us we we don't we, we really lose the momentum in our walk with God we lose the momentum in every area of our life and and that's been like one of the challenge that so many men and women of God have faced they would either have struggle in their marriage or they would have struggled with their with their church leaders, or they will have struggled with other people around them, and and I think isn't this? It's, it's almost for me. It almost feels like it's a trap of the enemy to to try and get us distracted with uh, people around us and not not walk in love, so that we'll not be able to walk in love with God. Does, does it make sense?
1: Yeah, I, you I, you're perfectly right. You know. Mm. But besides the attack of the enemy, it's Mm. also our fallen nature. That's true. That's true. So our fallen nature is such that we, you know, we like to be right. Mm. We like to judge others, Mm. you know. I mean, that's our fallen nature. Mm. Uh, We like to be Mm. self-righteous. We don't like humility, Mm. you know. That's true. Thinking of others better than ourselves, Mm. you know. So there we are.
0: Mm. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, it, it, when we experience a move of God, let's say that we have waited on God long enough and God decides, hey, this is the right time, there's they have paid the price, they have been waiting. And uh, but the but the greatest challenge that I have seen when I've read or heard stories of revival is that all of these revivals we've seen are you know they happen over a season and, and they fade out because of some reasons and what is the best what can we do how can we prepare ourselves for sustaining this move of god whenever it happens that it doesn't happen for one sunday and and fade out but it happens uh, you know it stays there it 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 remains with the people it remains in the city that That God's presence, you know, just abides upon the city. How can we sustain that that move of God when when we start or when we enter into it? Discipleship is a very big thing. Because
1: when the revival comes, Mm -hmm. thousands of people come to the church. Thousands give their lives to Christ. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thousands. The whole Mm -hmm. thing is, how do you sustain that growth if you don't prepare for it right in the beginning? Mm -hmm. That's right. Preparation of leadership is very important. Discipleship—there is no shortcut to discipleship. Mm. Uh, discipleship, and uh, you know, uh, uh, so if you prepare leaders, and if mm. you if you have a good uh, understanding and and you know wanting to insist or move forward on discipleship, mm-hmm. I wouldn't like to say insist. Yes, mm. insist is true, but still it's the grace of God. So using the grace of God, availing of his grace, mm. go into discipleship. That's mm. what I would say. There is no shortcut to
0: disciples. Definitely. No definitely, shortcut. Definitely. If you
1: do not have good discipleship, sooner or later, the people will start squabbling, the youngsters will fight with the elders. Mm. Uh, you know, there's be the difference of vision. Mm. Um, there will be also people who will be overworked, not mm. understanding that we have to take rest and you know move by the grace of God. Mm. Uh, and so these are all the things that take place and sooner or later we fall into this bad relationships and sin. Mm. and sin. You know, sins of the flesh. Mm. A- and when that takes place, God in His love, according to me, mm. is God in His love withdraws. Mm. Rather than stay and, and, and hurt, kill people true, because true. he is holy. That's true. And if he's going to dwell with people, and if you are, or if people are going to have their monkey tricks, mm. God won't tolerate sin. Right. You understand? Right, right. So either he will withdraw in His love, mm. or he will press on, mm. and the people will, will perish. Perish. That's true. You know Moses mm. in the des- in the desert. Mm. I mean, the Lord says, "Look, I don't want to go with you." He said, "No, well, mm. I want your presence." Mm. Otherwise, how can we know that we are different people? I mm. want your presence here. Yeah, exactly. mm. okay, I tell you what, if I go with you, mm. your people are not going to survive. Mm. The whole lot of them did not survive, except right. two. Right. Right? But the Lord went with them. Mm. That's true. Right? That's true. The Lord went with them. Mm. I, I just see that. Mm. A, you know, mm. That's the danger of. Yeah. Uh, That's the price, the danger of a revival. Mm. You know, there is a revival, and there is a awakening. Mm-hmm. When the revival takes place, it happens in a church, right? But then it moves towards an awakening. An awakening takes place in a whole geographic area, right? Right. And people who are totally non-believers mm. suddenly are aware of the holiness of God. Right. Walking along the street, I've right. seen such such a thing. Walking along the street.
0: Mm. Right. Touched
1: by the holiness of God and say, "Ah, I want,
0: wow. I want to be
1: saved." Wow. So, yeah. So
0: uh, amazing. I I believe that um, you know. So many times we pray for revival, but we don't prepare uh, our church systems and and our programs to disciple people to to equip them. When a revival comes, what do we do? How do we handle so many people? Precisely. And we don't do that, and I think. As much as we pray we should also prepare ourselves Precisely uh, For Precisely, the revival yeah. uh, Pastor there are many young leaders that listen to our podcast on a daily basis You know some of them are church pastors Some of them lead youth ministries and fellowships Would you say a word of advice for, for these young people on, on experiencing revival and walking with God the way that you have taught people in your church You know just a small word of advice and then you can pray and close
1: Yeah. Well, there is no shortcut to discipleship. Mm. Discipleship is important. Living a holy life is important. Understanding the heart of God is important, which Mm. means that you have to dig in into the scriptures. Right. So these three things, I believe, will get a person uh, moving on with God. And God is a good God. Mm, that's and right. And he, he loves his people mm. and he wants his leadership to be successful. Right. He right. wants it. Right. He's on our side. Right. That's it. Mm.
0: Amen. Would you just say a word of prayer for the people that are listening to this podcast and then we can close. Past?
1: Father in heaven, I give you thanks. I thank you Lord that you care for us mm. and you love us far more than we can even dream. Mm. Lord, you said Lord Jesus, you said the father loves you the way he loves me. And that's that's infinite love. In mm. John 15:9. Mm. Lord, we are loved by you mm. the way the father loves you. Right. And Father God, I give you thanks for such intensity of love. And I pray, Father, that this particular thing, that you love your people. And you love your people so much. I just pray that that will go deep into our hearts, Lord. Mm. And all those who are hearing us will understand that Jesus loves us and wants to dwell amongst us in a greater and a greater and a greater measure. And Lord, you're coming for your church. Mm. And that is my
0: hope. Mm. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor. What's the best way for somebody to reach out to you if they want to get in touch with you? What's the best way for somebody to do that? On Facebook, Twitter, do you, do you use any social media, Pastor? No, I
1: used to. <laughs> I just got so flooded with it and okay. I just decided to close it. Okay. So I've closed my Facebook. My Twitter, I don't look at it. Okay. And that's it. So,
0: uh, Email is the best way for people to reach email you? Email is the best. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, is it okay if we share your email ID with our friends, pastor, those who want to reach you, write to you? Or Yes, by all means. Okay.
1: Uh, IvanRusquino at gmail.com.
0: Amazing. All right? Thank you so much, Pastor, for giving us this time. If you're blessed with this podcast, make sure guys to uh, go ahead and share this podcast with other friends of yours and they will be blessed as well. God bless you and have an amazing weekend ahead. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you were blessed and encouraged with these words. For more information or to connect with us, please visit PastorPriji.com.